The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. to share the ring with John Moxley. I've been chasing you for a long, long time, my man. And now finally, here you are in all your glory, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I chased you across Japan on bullet trains. I chased you across the Pacific. New Japan strong, wrestling Kenta in an empty warehouse. All that time, all that work from day one with New Japan. It's always been about you, Tanahashi. Because there are a lot of championships in this business, there are a lot of belts, a lot of titles, a lot of tournaments, but there is only one man that they call Ace, and that's you. But not for long. The man deserves his respect. He's an inspiration to generations. He's an inspiration to me. They call you Ace. You are the man they call Ace, but not for long. Because it is a fact. It is not a catchphrase when I tell you that right now, I am the best professional wrestler on this planet. A lot of people are just pretending I live it night in and night out. And there's a hell of a lot more on the line at Forbidden Door on June 26th than that AEW World Championship belt. There's a hell of a lot more on the line. Everything is on the line for me. Everything I've worked for for three years. Everything I have blood, sweat, and tears given up for. Everything that I've tried to forge myself into for three years to become. It is all on the line. And for you, you busted neck, you busted knees, your life, your health. Everything that you are is on the line. Because Tanahashi, I play for keeps. When the dust settles at Forbidden Door, Tanahashi-san, you are gonna call me Ace. What? what the hell? Are you kidding me? What was Tanahashi going to say? 
We need to apologize for this. I mean, remember, Chris Jericho not only has had this rivalry with John Moxley, not only will they collide at Blood and Guts. Cut the music off. Jericho fought Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom 14 at the Tokyo Dome. With, with Ty and Sammy on his side? This is, this is brutal. Let's be honest, Mox. The only reason why you're standing in that ring is because I wasn't here last week. This is my spot and you know it. And if you don't walk away right now instead of spiking in the eye, maybe I'll burn your face with a fireball because I'm a wizard. And Tanahashi, the last time I saw you, I had just beaten you two years ago in the main event of the Tokyo Dome. Zenigo! Shut up! Thank you, Tanahashi. <laughs> Shut up, really? Get him, boys! Come on, go! Go! Come on, go! Get him! Oh, go get him! Come on! Jericho Appreciation Society. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Somebody from behind. Oh, wait, inside the ring. That's, that's Lance Archer and Desperado from Suzuki-Goon. And, and, well, this is Suzuki-Goon doing Jericho Appreciation Society's dirty work. A little bit newlyweds. They're not getting their hands dirty. Suzuki-Zoon Suzuki-Goon there from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Minoru Suzuki's group, Desperado in the mask, and Lance Archer, I guess, a, a former and still Come on a in, member. guys. We Let me introduce to you the newest members of the Jericho Appreciation Society. The Spanish God, Sammy Guevara and the lovely Ty Conti. We are lost trays, sex gods. Hell, they'll have sex anytime, right guys? Oh God, don't encourage them. The tongues will come out. Now let me introduce you to these two killers. Lance Archer, Desperado, from the Suzuki Goon in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Why are they here? Because they're on loan from their leader. Minoru Suzuki, we saw Archer. who by virtue of Tony Khan will be teaming for the first time ever with Chris Jericho at the Forbidden Door. Jericho, Suzuki, Sammy Guevara versus Mox's little bitch boy, Wheeler Yuta. His other little New Japan young boy, Shota Umino. You like him? Don't forget I beat him up at the Tokyo Dome in front of his stupid father, Red Shoes the Ref. Jericho, Suzuki, Guevara versus Yuta, Shota Umino. And because I can't wait to get my hands on him again, that piece of trash, Eddie Kingston. And that's it. Here comes Eddie. Say his name. He's not alone. He shall appear, Kingston. Charging in with Wheeler Yuta. Look at this, Ortiz with his head shaved. Santana just clearing out the Jericho Appreciation Society. Ahead of not only Forbidden Door, but ahead, of course, of Blood Guts. We saw Lance Archer team with Suzuki, the main event. Oh my God. Sammy Guevara carrying his uh, loved one out of here. Oh wait, Tanahashi, the oh. sling blitz of Desperado. Tanahashi and Moxley 
have cleared the ring. But remember, they will face off at Forbidden Door Sunday, June 26th on pay-per-view for the interim AEW World Championship. A pro wrestling dream match to say the very least. One I can't wait to see. Their styles are gonna match. This could be the match of the year. Maybe the match of the decade. And he's earned respect of everybody. With uh, with Forbidden Door just around the corner last week, I called my shot and I said I wanted a match with Kazuchika Okada. And I didn't just want the match with Okada, I wanted to challenge him for his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And well, uh, as a self-professed uh, occasional dumbass, I didn't take into account that by Forbidden Door he may not still be champion. And lo and behold, this weekend, Okada lost that championship. Funny life. But the sentiment, the sentiment has not changed. And the challenge, the challenge still stands. Because at Forbidden Door, Whoa, 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 whoa. You really are a stupid cowboy, aren't you? First of all, a huge congratulations to the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, my good friend, Jay White. Uh, secondly, I don't know why I have to keep repeating myself, but Paige, you will not challenge for that championship at Forbidden Door. And if anyone's gonna challenge for it, it's gonna be me. Because Forbidden Door is not about AEW Hell, it's not even about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Forbidden Door is about the undisputed elite. Forbidden Door is about the Bullet Club, and the best way to showcase that event for that championship is Adam Colbebe versus Jay White. And speaking, speaking of Forbidden Door, Okada, he's not even gonna be there. But, there is someone here tonight who would love to come out and say hello. The IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Switchblade, Jay White. Why oh. White, 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 from behind. Jay White. Oh, the Blade Runner slamming. The Blade Runner. Into the canvas with the Blade Runner. This is a orchestrated as hell. I am Switchblade Jay White. I am the catalyst of professional wrestling. I am the IWGP. Wow! Heavyweight champion! So, Hangman, what makes you think that you call the shots? Because you.
couldn't beat CM Punk. You, uh, you lost your AEW World Championship. Oh, and hey, buddy, uh, our singles record, 2-0 to the Switchblade. So, if I'm gonna put my championship on the line at Forbidden Door, it's, uh, it's not gonna be against you, buddy. But uh, Adam, it's not going to be against you either. Well, that raises a question. Bullet Club and Undisputed Elite supposed to be thick as thieves. Who's it going to be? I hold the prize. I hold the power. Because this here, this here means that the world now breathes with the Switchblade because this is the Switchblade era. But we know the title will be at stake at that amazing event. Coming up Sunday, June 26th, live on pay-per-view for Door. What an all-star cast. Wow. Well, still to come here tonight, the AEW World Tag Team Championship Ladder Match. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus look to defend against the Young Bucks, and that is coming up next! the video game connection join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear join ivan big tom and myself as we review the latest games up-to-date gaming news and game previews all in comedic form it's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs listen to the video game connection wherever you listen to podcasts except walmart never walmart Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection.
Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Again, he's the Dollar King. He's Panetta Sexy Time. Kev, welcome back to the skirmish, my friend. How's things, especially after this explosive road rager? What a directionless, pretty show, oh. man. This might have been the worst dynamite I've seen yet. If I didn't have to do this show, I probably would have turned it off halfway through and then <laughs> off the main event. Yeah, man, I won't lie. Especially that second half of the show, it was it was a tough watch, bro. It was really a tough watch. But before we get into the dynamite, I'm, I guess we need to talk about this dude. I'm sure you've heard about Vinnie Mac, right? Yeah. Who do you think Whoa. the girl is? Any, any any ideas? Any guesses? 
it was me, Stephanie. It was me all along. Nah, look, I don't, I don't know who the chick is. Apparently, she was uh, just like a, a normal employee. I don't think it's a, it's anyone like on the roster for that matter. But I'm sure you've read what was happening. So apparently, Vinnie Mac and uh, you know, what, what was John Laurinaitis' thing again back in the day, bro? Not back in the day, but people power. That's it. Yeah, people power. Mr. Uh, people power and uh, Vince McMahon. Apparently they're playing hot potato, bro, with this with this poor woman. I mean, they were throwing her back and forth, bro. I mean, what's going on there? Vinny was going through it, and then he handballed her off to uh, Mr. Laurinaitis. I guess people power rang pretty true here. Um, but nevertheless, man, is Vinny... Mac in trouble. I mean, could we get a power play here by the investors of WWE? And is it possible? Is this why Stephanie McMahon, more importantly, has kind of uh, said toodaloo, shall I say? This had been leaked intentionally. This could absolutely be a power play. I doubt it was just a friend of the girl, you know, because like she could lose her uh, money, the NDA money, three million bucks, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely a power play. I don't think it was Nick Khan, but somebody, uh... Mm, I don't know. Power. I don't know, bro. I mean, first it was Trips. Then it was all these peeps, like all these boys. Then we got Stephanie McMahon suddenly saying, I need to spend time with my family. Well, and now... That's why there was $3 million in, in, uh, in uh, budget cuts, by the way, too. Ah, exactly. There you go. That's where that three mil went, dude. I mean, dude, I don't know, man. I'm worried. I'm actually worried for WWE right now, man. And I'm worried more particularly, well, if Vince McMahon did what he did, I mean, it's not rape. It was consensual, apparently, right? But must have been pretty creepy, though, for an NDA. (laughs) It must have been pretty. Well, think about it. You had Johnny Laurinaitis and, um, you know, the genetic jackhammer himself <laughs> Vince McMahon I mean dude I hope they weren't going on the train with her but uh I mean shit can you imagine that like a spit roast with them two I mean sounds like <laughs> it. <laughs> oh shit I don't know but interesting times ahead that's for sure man and uh it's all over the place dude I mean it's everywhere everywhere well hang on a minute we've got hey that's your boy I think dude that's me. I, I I tag my friends to jump in. Oh, okay. That's all you. Oh, all right. See, I was tagging them. I hate, they're, they're, they I hate they're with... Link to join. Not okay, all right. Get to watch the no. show. That's well, weird. I hate my name. Yeah, I think you need to register, dude. You need to um, actually click on the um, Streamyard thing and just register your name, and then from then on, your name will come up every time you comment. But uh, yeah, don't worry about that now. I, Kev, man, I've just got, I've got a feeling, dude, that, uh, it's Nick Khan, bro. I've been watching a few interviews with him, man, right? And, uh, if you pay attention to what he says, man, uh, I don't trust him, bro. I mean, you can never trust a Khan in the first place, clearly, but this Khan, I don't know, bro. Like, I feel like he's the snake in WWE. He's all for himself. He does not care. Oh, wait. We've got Jimmy Rizzo again over here. It's me, nice, Jimmy nice. Rizzo. <laughs> Don't stole my wives, all of them. 
guess what, uh, Mr. Rizzo? He's a lawyer, and he's got a pretty hot wife too. Just, just saying. So, uh, yeah, they don't call him a uh, million bucks for nothing, Mr. Jimmy Rizzo. But thanks for actually watching the show. But back to what we're talking about. I don't know. Interesting times ahead, no doubt about it. Um, I don't know what happens from here. I'm sure new, more news will break within the next couple of days. Uh, I don't know how Vince gets out of this one, man. He can brag about how he beat the government once. He won in the store in the steroid trials and all that shit. Got away with that. I there's think the still, cream team is making a comeback, bro. There's still money in Vince McMahon too. They have his documentary coming out in the next couple years. Um, I think he jumped the gun if he was going to do that now. There's definitely some big time money in that Netflix documentary they're doing. Uh, well, if it was going to be Nikani. I think he would have waited till after that came through at least, unless. This would bring more eyes to it, him getting hostily taken over, but you don't want him to it look... It feels like it, dude. It feels like WCW all over again back in 2001 with that hostile takeover. And I'm not talking about the NWO. I'm talking about, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what was the company called again? Um, uh, AOL. It was the AOL fucking takeover. I'm winner AOL, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that. Like, there's going to be some sort of play like that where the investors... Are gonna kick Vince out of his own company, bro. Well, they'd always sell like shares of stock slowly but surely, like here and there. Triple H and Stephanie did, Vince did. Um, this has been—they've been planning to move on a little bit, I think, too. I think once uh, Stephanie and Triple H saw that they weren't gonna get the company, uh, they were slowly moving away. I think it's just happening more quicker now because the more power they 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 lose, the. Uh, just they, they can see the writing on the wall honestly it's been going wow. slowly wow man this is hey look we'll move on um, and we'll talk about it more in depth in the coming days but oh man i don't know man it just feels if it, it, it feels like a dark cloud right now dude i don't know it's pretty serious shit man i might be better off with that one to be honest too i think his best days are behind him i, I think uh, we need some young blood in there too it's pretty sad they have 70 year old dudes writing shows writing hip slang for uh young people too it's pretty <laughs> embarrassing i think everyone watching the show at home even little kids are like i can write better shit than this half the time you know shane's the rat and stephanie's the paid off woman <laughs> interesting <laughs> who who are you there facebook user we, we can't see your name dude whoever's um commenting there but That's hey you man right there yeah <laughs> Hey, I mean, well, Triple H was spotted at Shane McMahon's son's graduation of some sort. So, I mean, hey, maybe Triple H is doing the right thing and sticking with the right McMahon after all, right? I mean, could... Look, let's play conspiracy here, Kev. Is it possible that Triple H is even part of this hostile takeover? No, could no. we be getting DX invading WCW? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> he buys so much inheritance money if Vince does pass away. If he screwed that up, you know, well, that billion well. has to go a little bit to Stephanie and Trip. So there's no way Triple H is fucking with uh, Vince. I mean, that's a, that's what you call a pro wrestling fucking angle, dude. If, if imagine that it was Stephanie and Triple H and Shane McMahon, it was it's the McMahon Helmsley era all over again, except not the old man, but uh, the kids. I mean, it would be funny. But it, it would come across like a wrestling angle. But If they could hide that from shareholders, it'd be genius. But it's impossible. <laughs> wow. Well, but honestly, before we move on and we'll get into Road Rager Dynamite, do, do you really think there's going to be a hostile takeover, though? 
Yes. You think this is the time they're going to throw him off? I don't think it's not much to take over anymore. I don't think Vince really has that much say in it, to be honest. You know, I think well, he, yeah. he, he has a big decision. He has to say it in front of a board. He can't even do like uh, if you watch Busted Open, Bully Ray, when he was still signed there, Vince wanted him to be Bully Ray and have a singles run, but he wasn't allowed to do it because the shareholders wouldn't do it because they're anti. Really? Yeah. So That's just that character, Vince loved the character, but he nixed it the last second because he couldn't get them to hmm. agree upon it. So he hasn't had safe for a long, long time. He's got more than anybody else, but not much. Everything has to be approved. Holy shit, man. Oh, well, good luck to him. I mean, obviously, three mil. I think it was three million dollars that he paid to this woman. Clearly, it wasn't enough. (laughs) I'm just saying. But clearly, like, there is a mole. There is a mole in the building. Someone opened their mouth. Someone looked at the books and saw something wasn't right. And like you said, man. Maybe that's where all the budget cuts were coming from. After all, it was Vince's dick all along, bro. Yep, and Johnny Aces. And sucks and for Mrs. John- Bella, you know, the Bella's mom, too. <laughs> right, that's that's harsh, dude. Yeah. Well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I mean, that's what happens, man. It is what it is. But we'll see what happens, man. But let's get into Dynamite. And as we were just saying off the air, Kev, this show was... A miss, I think. <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought the second hour was much better than the first. I mean, really? The first was. Oh man, I was yeah. Interesting. Oh, interesting. It was like WWE bullshit and like uh, just a hot mess. Hmm. Interesting. Well, look, there was parts of the second half of the show that I loved. Obviously, seeing Switchblade come out and doing what he did, and we'll get to that. I popped for because right now he's on a hot streak of momentum, man. I don't know if you heard his promo in New Japan Crazy. when he awesome promo. He did awesome promo. Endure than than AEW has this whole time. Absolutely, man. And you know what sucked, dude. And like I said, we'll get into it more in depth as we get on to the show. But uh, I felt like the fans didn't really react to him, man. They're dead. And he knew it. And yeah, cover yeah. like a fart, you know, like a, like a what the fuck? That's unbelievable. And I felt so bad for him, man, because I'm like, man, he doesn't deserve that shit. He's so much better than people realize. I mean, King Switch, he's the shit right now. Him and friggin' MJF, they're both under 30, bro. Think about that. And Switch is older. It. That beard. He's he older. I think he's 29, actually, whereas yeah. MJF is 26. But uh, <laughs> who do we have here? OC. Uh, That's terrible. I'm not looking forward to that. That's terrible. terrible. So many dreams. Terrible. And Osprey's another trios match. He already just lost to fucking uh, Trevoretta. <sighs> Like what's what's the point of another trios match? Jay White is a zero. Jay White is saying this. It's stupid. <laughs> like no one knows who the fuck he is. You know, like except for it's like true. a thousand people. Tanahashi sucked too. It was uh, fun. Crowd sucked. Got- they needed Jericho just because he can't speak. Shut up! <laughs> like it was like. <laughs> hey Jericho, shut up! Shut up! It was fun. <laughs> I must admit. Look, I've met. You know? Sorry? If you can't talk, don't bring him out there. Just have him fight. Don't have him stand there like a fucking idiot. And that's what he was doing pretty much the whole time until he told Jericho to shut up. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Jimmy Rizzo has spoken. <laughs> Are you a pro- Obviously, you're a wrestling fan, Jimmy. I mean, one day maybe we should have you on the show if you're a wrestling fan. No doubt about it, dude. I didn't think... Because I was checking out your shows actually yesterday. And... Um, 
I mean, I didn't see any wrestling talk, but uh, interesting. But anyway, um, yeah, I've, Tanahashi, at least the fans reacted to him, though, dude. I mean, yeah, and I was happy for that. And then uh, Moxley's promo sucked. He, he didn't know it sucked. Oh, the sucked, ace? Dude. Who the fucking cares? He was the ace. That was his worst promo he's done yet in uh, AEW because he didn't know what to say. Like, oh, <laughs> this, what's this guy going to say back to me? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll push my barbecue sauce. <laughs> Wait, why does that seem like? Is that Jeff? Is that Jeff Lipman trolling us, dude? Hi, Jeff. Oh, of course it's Jeff. 100% it's Jeff. Anyway, well, look, man. I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, who? I just don't understand why they would do this. Tanahashi, first of all, is a bona fide legend. I don't care what anyone says, even if you don't know who he is. He legitimately is a legend, especially in the Japanese game, obviously. Um, Jay White, no one had a clue who the fuck he was, which is sad. Real Osprey is fighting OC. Why? I couldn't care less. I know it's why. only. <laughs> why is that, Kev? I heard rumors how like the uh, they can't. They're having problems with management of picking who would win these matches. They had to give Osprey someone he would beat. Cause they didn't want him to lose at the pay per view, so they had to give him like a cakewalk win. Ugh, come on. I mean, he... lose, they had to give him a guy that he can beat that wouldn't hurt. Oh, man. Well, anyway, let's get into the first matchup, which is between Jericho and Ortiz in a hair versus hair match. Um, you know, it's funny. Me and Jago, and I think Jago was in the chat too. Shout out to Dr. Michael Jago, PhD, as he says. And me and Jago were having a laugh about imagine um, Jericho losing his hair. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Imagine he was wearing different wigs. Every week, dude. Uh, dude <laughs> Tell October, me that wouldn't be funny. October 8th, Fozzie's playing in Philadelphia, and I might go ah. I'm going to see it. And if he didn't have his hair for that, I would have been pissed. There's no way in hell <laughs> he's going to lose his hair. He's got to stop doing that fucking Paul Stanley sort of look, you know, where he's doing the fucking duck lips, you know, kissing uh, the cameras and shit. He's playing an ass. <laughs> it's perfect for him. <laughs> But come on, dude. Picture like him wearing different wigs. So he'd be coming out, you know, with a permed wig. He's not, he's not a black woman, dude. He can't pull off the different. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, uh... <laughs> but you see, you're laughing though because you know, if anyone can get a wig over, bro, it's fucking Jericho. And not in the concert though. On Dynamite, yeah, he didn't get it. Not in his his Fozzie concert. Look. Oh man, just the thought of it, man. Imagine one week he comes out with his short hair, like you know, his old sort of self. And then the next week, it comes out with, like, dreadlocks or some shit. Right. <laughs> Rasta Jericho. Oh, fuck, man. Come on. It's money, bro. That's That equals rate. <laughs> Come on. The thought of it is funny, bro. Didn't you just say uh, Elias with a fake beard would be terrible if you want to see Jericho <laughs> with fake wigs? Little, That's different. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's different bro that's different come on oh I froze I froze up there that's kind yeah. of different to me only because it's it's AEW bro it's a fucking we're meant to laugh at this shit bro I mean think about it I, I can't help but laugh at AEW whereas WB they disappoint me all the time do you know what I mean AEW's been disappointing me the last few weeks they were on such a hot streak and they, they've just been shit lately they've turned to hot shit bro yeah, that's like <laughs> doing too much drugs or something man he can't like piece the story or like uh he needs to sleep bro <laughs> he's doing too much Hire, too much man that you trust 
Oh, man. I mean, oh, TK, man. Well, anyway, we get Jericho winning by pinfall with a lateral press, taking Ortiz's hair with him. And this was a clusterfuck, really. Yeah. It was a fine match, but it was just one big clusterfuck. Uh, Kingston made himself look like an absolute fool. You know what I mean? Really. I mean, yeah. come on, man. And you know what? I fell for it with uh, Fuego Del Sol. It looked like him do that. Then for a minute, I'm like, hang on a minute. Why does that kind of look like Sammy Guevara? And you know what? I was happy for that, man. Me too. The continuity. I love the continuity. They never really had a breakup. Exactly. Yeah, I love exactly. that. Absolutely. They never, and he was still wearing the inner circle fucking vest, dude, yep. for That's quite a bit, if you think show. about it. Yep. For sure. Definitely. Do you think this should have been the main, though? No, no way. Um, no? No, Young Bucks are still a big deal there in that company. Absolutely. Well, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, but did the fans really give a shit? But like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, post-match, Jericho and Fuego embrace, and Fuego Del Sol unmasks himself. It's actually Sammy Guevara, like I said. Ortiz takes the clippers from the barber, and Eddie Kingston demands a microphone. Ortiz cuts his hair with scissors before taking the clippers to himself as Eddie reminds us that he's a man of his word and this ain't done. Blood and guts. Now, I don't know if he intentionally cut his head. No, I don't he think he did. I don't I, think he did I, either. I mind with them before too. If you, you can cut them pretty easy, cut your head. And it looked kind of like he ripped a whole shred of uh, skin, dude. I mean, as he's saying, blood and guts, while he's blood mm. and gutting himself. And uh, I guess this feud is never going to end. I mean, are we ever going to get Santana and Ortiz wrestling someone else. Yeah, they'll beat uh, Matt Maynard. <laughs> oh, you mean besides them? No, no, I guess not. Like, really, think about it, man. From AEW's inception since Inner Circle was a thing, poor old Santana and Ortiz have absolutely wrestled no one other than Jericho's circles. Well, they had FTR and they had the best friends. <sighs> Two matches in three years. Brilliant. I mean, if it's not Jericho, if it's not Maynard, like you said, if it's not Sammy Guevara, and if it's... I don't know, man. I just feel like these guys should maybe start looking elsewhere because all these they guys really have, look... All these guys sorry? have bragged about not signing with WWE. Like, they have done nothing. Even um, Ethan Page. Dude, I, I, that's like the first I've seen him wrestle since he signed. He bragged about not signing with WWE. Fucking stupid. He'd be an yeah. ex or something, you know, or... And it's a shame, too, because the thing about Ethan Page, that, that promo he did last week on fucking uh, Rusev, I was going to say, uh, Miro, was an awesome, great fucking promo, dude. He's and for money, what? money on the mic, but... He is. Sitting in the rafters? <laughs> I mean, what was this shit for? What did, he, what did he cut a promo like that for? For what? For nothing? To get choked out? Yep. I mean, anyway, whatever, man. It is what it is. I didn't mind the first matchup. Sorry, sorry, Kev. Yeah, we'll get to Ego. We'll get there. Well, speaking of getting there, talk about ridiculous. We had 20 security guards versus Warlow in a class action settlement elimination match. Talk about WWE style of matchup, except way blown out of proportion here. We get Warlow coming out to new entrance music. The rumor was he was supposed to have pretty much Goldberg's theme, and uh, they changed it. Uh, I don't know if I like this, man. It's too... Which I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, so I, just think, 
their music in general isn't as catchy right like right away as as, as uh, like the classic WWE songs. Besides the stuff they buy, like the stuff they buy the rights for, you know. But yeah. uh, they need a better. A lot of their music sounds the same too, like the same voice too. Uh, so they gotta like, yeah, get the music eventually. It's because uh, Down Straight is the band that plays everyone's same music in AEW, bro. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Cody passed them on to, to everyone else in AEW, and uh, that's all you get, man. It's the Cody infection in AEW. Well, Warlow blasts several bodyguards, uh, well, bodyguards, several guards off the apron right away. The remaining guards swarm him, and he does a big man kick out, scattering them to the winds. One of them grabs his leg. Mr. Mayhem picks him up and power bombs him into elimination. As another guard slides in, he steps on for a pinfall elimination. Another one taps. He slams a bunch of them and stacks them up to eliminate four more in one go, power bombing them as they come. He stacks them up and another three are gone in one pass. Lariat, spinebuster, power bomb, power bomb again. Another four down. Seven left, Kev. More power bombs. One guy bravely comes off the top, but Wallow catches him and power bombs him. Into the rest of him, uh, into the rest of them, as Wardlow wins last, eliminating seven guys at once and determining the lawsuit in his favor with many, many power bombs. This has made Wardlow go backwards, bro. Yep, and then uh, it makes him look stupid. You know, absolutely like, stupid. Put them on their backs. You know, they were <laughs> pin laying on their fucking stomach. And I can't believe they actually counted them. If, like, roll them over, flip them over. Like, who booked this shit, bro? Oh, it's terrible. This is 24 7 <laughs> uh, bad, man. It's not bad. How do you uh, go I from. Should have ran in and our truth should have ran in. Oh, that would have been money, bro. Well, right would there. Be <laughs> More... <laughs> I mean, instead of having the 24 7 belt, you know, AEW should consider making their own, except it's not like a time sort of plate. It's a fucking. Uh, it's a pizza box, but the old school ones, bro. You know, the round ones, the yeah. old fucking round, like what? Yeah. Like have that as your fucking AEW 24 seven delivery pizza belt, bro. 30 minutes or less belt. <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes or less, bro. Yeah. That works, man. Fuck the 24 seven. If you don't, if you don't get it in 30 minutes or less, you get it for free, bro. <laughs> yeah. A couple of his power bombs look nice, you know, but it just, it, it looks so fake when he did the bust out, you know, it's just oh, cringe, bro. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. If we could say terrible in many other languages, we would. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, whatever. Terrible. It's, that's what it fucking comes out to. And I'll feel bad for him because all that build for Wardo was for what? Yep. <laughs> for nothing. Not only did he not want to go for the AEW World Championship, but he wanted to start with the TNT Championship. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> what it was a fucking... fate that he should be the champion right now. Punk gets hurt and they have an interim champion. Maybe it was it was fate that he should have, and they, they, they fucked it up, you know? Maybe. It's possible. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is legitly, like I've said so many times, bipolar booking at its best here, dude. Like, mm -hmm. But the whole show. But if, uh, if Nero or Malachi Black win the All Atlantic belt, then this is even not even the second best belt. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be like the third best champion. Warlord's World, and that's day has a new shirt. Warlord's World on AEWShop.com. I know you hated that phrase. No. Yeah, yeah, it's official. It's gonna no. be shirts out. There. 
He's got oh, his own. He's like composed with the earth, like earth and like he's holding like the earth kind of thing. He's holding the earth. It's like he's like flexing. It's like in between his like arms a little bit. Oh. So he's not really holding it, but it's it's like a silhouette looking kind of shirt. God damn it, man! It would have been better off if they had a shirt where he's standing on the earth and it says, "I feel the earth move under Wardlow's feet." Be cool. <laughs> I'm just saying that as a joke. I've got but, uh, a Dollar King uh, world shirt myself. I'm thinking I'm designing. I want the earth and then like a flagpole on the earth with, with my, uh, the, my dollar bill with my face on it. Dollar ah, King. Dollar King absolutely. That would be awesome, dude. You well, know what that means, right? That. Dollar King of the world. I'm sure you know what that means because guess what? <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, is does anyone deserve your dollar tonight, bro? Yes. Really? When you think about it, they do? Okay. We'll, we'll get to there. I mean, it's pretty obvious who wins this one, I think, tonight. Nah, it's between uh, three people. There's three hot women on this show. That's true. I mean, could we get a three-way? Nah. Could we get three dollars? I got it. That's, that's only for John Laronis, Vince, and uh, they're part <laughs> legal. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's fucking move on from that friggin' uh, heap. As we get a post-match segment with Wallow throwing smart Mark Sterling in the ring. And Dan Lambert gets on the mic to tell him to look over his shoulder because you mess with the American top team and apparently they'll get you. Enter Tyrone Woodley and Matt Hughes are in the front row and Dan tells them to go in the ring and take out the garbage. Wallow asks if they're from St. Louis and says as a fellow hardworking Midwesterner, he knows they're smarter than to take orders from some asshole they can fight if they want, but he thinks they're cut from the same cloth. And indeed, Woodley throws Sterling into Warlow, who bow bombs him. Again, cheesy line. They're not cut from the same fucking cloth. All right. Warlow is nowhere near the same cloth as Matt Hughes or Tyrone Woodley. But I do uh, want to point didn't out. Did Tyrone Woodley lose to Jake Paul? Yeah, he did in the boxing. He's no, he's no value right now. He's no value. Like, I'm like, come on. He just lost to Jake Paul. Logan Paul. Just fought the Miz, you know, like he has no value losing to a Pauls. Well, yeah, I mean, you're right, but he was somebody at one stage. I mean, Tyrone Woodley was a good fighter, man, at one well, stage. And Matt Hughes is a legend. Matt, yeah, he is. He was true, but, but uh, he's he, no value right now. Yeah. Oh no, he no, cool he looks. Get a nice shirt on. And not just that, I, I felt bad for Matt Hughes, man. He looked, he looked busted. That, like, I mean. He looked broken down, bro, but I guess MMA will do that to you. But, uh, yeah, uh, shitty fucking segment, shitty post-match segment. Sterling's trying to look like Cornette with that suit, too. Oh, even last week when he was all double or nothing, you know how he came out like with what he was wearing, that shitty fucking wrestling gear that he had? That was so corny, bro. Yeah, he has no heat. Uh, I don't get the, the I don't get, I don't get him. He has no heat. Thank God he's away from Jade Cargo. <laughs> God damn it, man. Well, the next matchup, though, Kev, I think will wake us up right now because, come on, this was the match of the night, surely. And that, and I'm talking about between Dax Hardwood versus Will Ospreay. What a match, even though it should have ended probably 10 minutes earlier. How many finishers can these guys kick out of? Fuck. And it's a tag team guy and a guy that, you know, like... Exactly. And that's why I was saying, I'm like, Osprey better win. I yeah. mean, because at the end of the day, like you said, 
It's a tag guy against a singles guy. And let's be honest. And you know what? Considering st- this is this was a match that I thought Styles would definitely clash. No. But boy, did they gel fucking well, man. I was pleasantly surprised, man. You got your, you know, in-ring technician in Dax Hardwood against your high-flying Will Ospreay. And for whatever reason, it mashed. But like you said, a lot of um, near finishes, a lot of no-sells. But it was fucking hard-hitting. I did feel for a minute that Dax ended up hyper-extending his knee because that kind of looked bad, dude. I don't know if you caught that spot. No, I thought I didn't notice it. Oh, well... bad at the end. Oh, I know why you didn't notice it because it would have been a commercial break for you, right? But basically, in the middle of the matchup, um, Dax Hardwood gets his leg caught between the apron and the ring skirt. It went right to commercial as that was happening. Right, right. And that looked real awkward, dude. But I guess he was all right. Yeah, like, and then you shouldn't do eight different finishers that are more powerful looking than your actual finisher. So Especially the power bombs, too. The lager bombs? Brutal. Yeah, the lager bomb. Yeah, Especially then, like, Dex's, man. That was fucking savage, bro. Although, does Osprey always sell like that when he puts his head back for like a split second? It looks like he's laying on his head, or is that like just sloppy? If he really does uh, get the timing, then he's an amazing seller. Well, he does have neck issues. He also did come like just back from kidney infection. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he could be, a, you know, a bit banged up. Ooh, but Jimmy. you know what? Yo. And why do they let him carry the Rev Pro Championship belt to the ring? That's another belt they can defend on that show. Get your, fucking, <laughs> get your third string and fourth string belts off your fucking show, Tony. You yeah. just keep everything. Well, speaking of uh, third string, fourth string belts, I guess the triple A belts made it an, an appearance again out of nowhere. Where were they the last couple of weeks? You probably didn't have the, the finished design yet. It wasn't like, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a dinner plate, bro. I mean, seriously. <laughs> like with the Mexican flag. I mean, anyway. But uh, yeah, look, this is the match of the night by a mile, clearly. Thank God Will Ospreay ends up winning by pinfall with the hidden blade. Post-match, we get the rest of the United Empire get in the ring, but Cash Wheeler and Rapungi Vice are right behind them to try and even the odds. A brawl breaks out. The heels have the advantage. Orange Cassidy is back to a pretty raucous uh, ovation. Everyone yeah. else dis- uh, disperses, and Cassidy slides in the ring to confront Ospreay. The rest of the baby faces are behind him. Will Bales, as we have uh, a presumative match build for Forbidden Door, a video package for the interim AEW World Championship match between John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi follows as we go to the break. Um, I'm not looking forward to this match, bro. I know you're a fan of, of OC, but come on, man. I like him, but uh, TNT belt level, not uh, going against Will Ospreay, who's supposed to be like one of the best wrestlers in the world. Supposed to be. I mean, this is the, the sixth peak, bro. Third segment in a row with over 12 guys in the ring, by the way, too. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know who were the booking committee for this. I don't know if the New Japan booking committee in Jado and Gato also turned up to Dynamite tonight and everyone was arguing about who's going to go over against who. But if this is what we're going to get at Forbidden Door, it's a mess. I don't think I'm going to order it at this point. Oh, it, it took me away from. I was all excited for it. They made so all the, 
all the New Japan guys look weak, you know, like the crowd didn't care. Uh, there's not many stakes, you know, like. Only Tanahashi is who the fans really cared about, it felt like, really. And Osprey to a lesser extent. But Tanahashi was the one that clearly everybody was kind of excited to see. Jay White, crickets. Um, no one knows who Hanare is. Desperado. <laughs> oh, El Desperado. I don't mind Despi, dude. I mean, he's, he's all right, you know, and Suzuki Gun. But, uh, I mean, Lance Archer's gone backwards. Yep. I mean, you know, I guess he's Suzuki Gun again. But uh, we'll get to that. As we come back from commercial, though, we get John Moxie and Hiroshi Tanahashi making their, their entrances. They go face-to-face, and John gets on the mic saying he's been chasing him for a long time, and now here he is in all his glory. He's chasing him across Japan to New Japan Strong. Kenta in an empty warehouse. I don't know, resting Kenta in an empty warehouse from day one. His time in New Japan has always been about Tanahashi. There are a lot of titles in wrestling, a lot of tournaments. But only one man they call the ace, and that's Tanahashi. But not for long. He deserves respect. He's an inspiration to generations and to Moxley himself. But it's a fact and not a catchphrase when he says he is, right now, the best professional wrestler on the planet. Hell no, John. You're not. Guy of the Shield. (laughs) Oof. That's harsh, Kev. That's pretty harsh. That's but uh, are better right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah, Moxie I mean... Better at moments, but right now they're both better than John Moxley. Should we be saying he's backyard trash right now, Kev? I mean... <laughs> he's booked well. Um, Is he overrated, Kev, when you think about it? He's rated properly. He's rated properly. So? Yeah, for AEW, yeah. He'd be in the world title picture in WWE. He's just not as good as Seth Roman. He's not as good as Kenny. You know, he's not <laughs> as good as Daniel Brian Danielson. Not as good as CM Punk right now, but he's right there behind them guys. Yeah, behind them. And that's where he'll stay, behind them guys. So anyway, we get a bunch of folks just pretending, but he lives it night in and night out. And there's a lot more on the line at Forbidden Door than just an interim title. Well, no, there isn't. It's just an wow. interim title. Anyway, John's putting everything on the line and that he's worked, that he's worked, and I mean, that he's worked for the last three years. Hiroshi's busted neck, busted knees and all that is on the line because he plays for keeps. I don't really. When the dust settles, Tanahashi-san is going to call Moxley Ace. You should have said Daddy. It would have been better than Ace in my opinion. But anyway, enter Chris Jericho flanked by Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti. Jericho says the only reason Moxley's in the ring is because he wasn't here last week and this is his spot and he knows it. He threatens to spike his eye again or launch a fireball and reminds Tanahashi that he beat him in the Tokyo Dome two years ago. Hiroshi tells Chris to shut up like we were saying before as Jericho seeks his stable on them but Lance Archer and El Desperado attack Mox and Tanahashi from behind. Jericho formally welcomes Sammy and Tai to the Jazz. And talks about how much sex they have. So corny. To which they oblige by smooching. Chris talks up Archer and Despi and says they're on loan from Minoru Suzuki. Who he'll be tagging with. As Suzuki Guevara and Jericho versus Moxley's young boy Yuda. His other son Shota Umino. And because he can't wait to get his hands on him again. That piece of trash Eddie Kingston. Tanahashi and Moxie clear the ring and stare each other down. 
we get Dueling Promos video package for Bobby Fish versus Darby Allen on Rampage as we go back to a break, Kev. Um, Cluster you know, fuck. Cluster. Absolutely. Fourth segment in a row with over 12 people in the ring. Fourth segment in a row with over 12 people in the ring. Absolutely. But did you know something here, Kev? Did you know Chris Jericho is a wizard? I did know he's a wizard. Ah, damn. Yeah. I guess it's I'm late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. Well, ever since he shot that fireball on Eddie's face, he's been calling himself a wizard. Because <laughs> I'm a wizard. You know, a lot of people hate it. I kind of like him saying that, bro. I'm not going to like it. It's corny. It's, it's, it's good it's for corny. Jericho. But it's Jericho corny, like you said. You know what I'm saying? And it works for him, man. But uh, we come back from commercial. Sorry, Kevin? I'd even mind the sex line, too, because like they were lay sex gods. So Jericho, True. It's continuity. I like that. Speaking of that continuity, you saw your dollar winner right there. Ty Conti. Uh, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Ty in a little skirt any day, all day, brother. Damn. I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we get all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we get all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for Boy, if I had all those fucking dollars, I'd be broke right now for them. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, oh. anyway. Sorry, Kev? Still wouldn't be able to afford gas with all that money in this country. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Oh, well, hey, the women look mighty fine tonight, that's for sure. But we come back from commercial as Tony Storm is interviewed backstage. She points out that being a dentist makes Britt Baker a smart woman. But she dropped out of school at 15 and she's smart enough not to play the games that Britt is playing. She's going to take the women's division where it belongs and she's going to do that by winning the world title. This is, again, talk about bad booking. What the hell's going on with these women, bro? They got to give them more than 25 second long, you know, like uh, interviews. That's all, the whole, all any of them ever gets. It's better than what she usually says, but there's still no character. What is her character? You know, I'm gonna be tell me. Like they gotta give these girls a storyline, give them something to work with. Thunder Rosa, I feel bad for too. She's champ, and she gets nothing to work with. Champ, she's more like a chump, bro. Unfortunately, (laughs) I mean, talk about underwhelming. I mean, if you thought Hangman Page's title reign was underwhelming. This ain't got shit on Hangman, bro. Straight up. Thunder Rosa has been a total flop as your champion. And it's not really her fault. It's really TK's or whoever's booking this shit's fault. I don't know if it's Kenny Omega. I don't know if it's TK. I don't know if it's Thunder Rosa's discretions, apparently. Because apparently she's been taking liberties in the ring. No. I don't know. You don't believe it? No, absolutely not. Well, the Ivelisse thing was, there was some truth to Ivelisse, though, a, few, a couple of years ago. There's legit heat between the two of them, though. They dislike each other. That's true, too. I mean, it's just women, right? I mean, women just, <laughs> they just don't get along for too long. Um, speaking of women, we get all ego Ethan Page versus Miro for your AEW All-Atlantic Championship Tournament first round uh, match. And... Uh, Mira wins by submission with game over. I mean, what can we Crowd say? Because they're not sure who to root for. They're both have been heels. 
I think bad Miro's Miro supposed to be the face. It seemed like, but I'm not even sure. Like, I don't think the fans gave a shit this time around. Like you said, they didn't care for Miro. They didn't care for Ethan. They just didn't give a shit. They're both heels, so there's just nothing, no reason to root, you know. And if it was too long, too, if they're gonna have two heels go against each other. What the fuck? How do we go? How do we get here, man? And I don't want to bash this show. Like, I really don't. But how do we get to this point? How do they go from doing pretty well, pretty consistently, to absolute garbage, bro? And just erratic booking. Yeah. It feels like it's it's coke binge type of booking. Like, legitly. Like, TK's like, yeah, yeah, you just got to get this guy. You know what I mean? Get that guy over here. And, like, come on, man. Like, what? Hey. He needs like some, uh, I guess with the world title, he had long-term plans, but with everything else, he doesn't seem to have any long-term plans. Oh, well, he knows he's Atlantic Ocean. This is a good thing, but they didn't need another belt. It's going to be very good, especially the guys in that division. They're the guys that should be in the TNT division, by the way, not Scorpio Sky. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. This company is bizarre sometimes, bro. I mean, when we thought we we're going to get a, a trios title, we end up getting another singles title. I mean, I didn't want trios. I know everyone in the world does, except for well, me. I thought it was a dumbass. You're going to get it, and you're going to love it, Kev. <laughs> I would, I, like I said, I would do a, a stable title. Doesn't matter how many guys. It can even be four on three. Like the undisputed elite one that, that want to go for the championship against the Bullet Club. You put how many guys you want against how many guys you want. You know, that way, like, you, yeah, the whole stable or the champions are like, that is the faction, you know? Not the stable great. belt. You just get the random third guy thrown on a tag team on these this way. It's, I hate it. Make a stable. Like, well, if you the nation back in the day, you could do that shit. Right, right. You know, Absolutely. You, know? you brought up an, an interesting point unintentionally, too, just there, Kev. We need a stable belt in AEW, bro. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Instead of a trios, you can have three on three, make three guys from the stable fight, but of the, it's on the line. No, but literally, we need a stable belt. <laughs> like, I mean, literally, bro. <laughs> because none of these championships feel stable on anybody, except for the TBS Women's Championship, which, in my opinion, is your world championship right now. She's why the reason why I feel the women's world title isn't doesn't feel as valuable like Thunder Rosa, because Jade over shines greater than you all. You know why? Because she's protected. <laughs> yeah, she's the only one that's fucking protected. They don't protect anybody else, bro. But they seem to be protecting Cargill. I mean, if they're going to do that for her, why not do that for your number one titles, man? Well, they don't know how to protect people. The way of protecting people is having your guy on the way up fight 20 security guards is their way of protecting someone. Instead of taking a loss, that's their way of protecting people. Well, since this is appropriately called Road Rager, I would have taken the Road Rager right on out of Dynamite, bro, because uh, I don't know where they go from here, man. Uh, is next week the go-home show to Forbidden Door, or am I right? I think so. It's a pay-per-view, like June 25th, yeah. It's the it 16th now, my time. 15th. I'm sure for you, 15th, but in about an hour, it's probably going to be the 16th. Yeah, 45 minutes, yep. So, uh, yeah, I guess it is. And it's been very underwhelming. And like you said, I was going to pay for it too, bro. Yeah, until this week. I was legitimately going to get Forbidden Door 
Oh, you know what, dude? I'll just hook you up, bro. Fuck it. If I pay for it, I'll just give you my... I've been meaning to do that. Remind oh, yeah. me at the end of the show. All right, cool. All right, and, and start watching, actually, Dynamite or Rampage via the Fight app because it's much better, bro. It's I want the fight up for the uh, the Ric Flair roast is going to be on the fight app at the end of the, and then end of July. Oh, oh, dude, if they really roast him like properly, yeah, it's going to be fucking gold, bro. <laughs> I mean, if I was part of the roast, oh man, seriously, the shit you could say about this old cunt. I mean, come on. <laughs> nah, look, I love the Nature Boy, but uh, he's got to get off television, bro. Like, I don't want to see him in the ring anymore. No, I don't. Need I've got some inside scoops too about it. I know the actual promote one of the promoters to for that match. I won't mm. mention his name because I promised I won't mm. sort of make it public. Hey, that's who he's fighting? Uh no, no not yet. But um they've got a couple of names in mind though. Mm. Uh but so far I don't have a clue who he's supposed to be fighting, man. I mean I could look into it right now in the in my email actually. I'll Let's see something. I'll quickly just double check something because um, I heard they an email. He turned it down. Who who turned it down? Ricky Steamboat. Oh, he turned it down early, dude. Like yeah. really early. He was like, "Nah, fuck that. Ha, I'm not going to be the reason why he dies in the ring." You know what <laughs> I mean? I mean, seriously, does he really need to get? I mean, is does he need the money? Is it because of the money? I mean, he thinks he's going to do a great job and AEW is going to hire him or something like Sting, I think. I think, think people are going to love it, but we're actually laughing at him. You know, you're too old, dude. Oh, God. Absolutely he really thinks right. he's going to get over. Fuck me. I mean, well, he's already over. He's freaking the god of wrestling, but you know what I mean. Well, apparently Rick is in incredible shape, by the way. and Because uh, I even, you know, I gave my concerns to... Look, it's Conrad Thompson and a personal friend of mine that's promoting this right who them two are good friends and um you know i said to him straight up i'm like i mean don't you feel like it's dangerous for him to get into the ring and whatnot then he inboxed me and told me look we took that into consideration and whatnot but apparently he's in great shape so um whatever it doesn't matter you ain't that good of shape nah it doesn't matter even if he was man he's fucking how old is he dude and how many He's got heart issues. He shouldn't be... Anyway, that's for another time, another day, but... We don't even want to see Sylvester Stallone fight as Rocky in a fake... Please, no. Too old. They're probably the same age, and Stallone's in way better shape than Ric Flair. I don't think Ric Flair has a risk of health. I think it's an embarrassment right now because he's not going to be able to move (laughs) well. It's just going to be embarrassing for the whole sport. Like when Vince took that stunner, it was embarrassing for the whole sport, you know? (laughs) <laughs> well, he's always taken bad stunners, to be fair, Kev. Always. Like, if you look back even 20 years ago, they are pretty bad stunners. Maybe not as bad as the last stunner, but, yeah, never- but nevertheless, you're still bad, though, man. Uh, uh, but speaking of bad, let's get back to bad. And, uh, oh, we spoke about, yeah, we did speak about Britt Baker and Tony Storm. Uh, like I was saying, Tony Storm wins by pinfall with the storm zero post-match thunder rosa returns to the stage to hold the title up and point at storm then we get hathaway is interviewed backstage he was breaking news he has breaking news on friday jade cargill has issued an open challenge and he'll be on commentary and getting two paychecks um then we get willow nightingale rolling up and 
He thinks she wants to be a baddie. She's confused and he doesn't recognize her, but waves it off and says she's trying to prove herself. So she wants to accept the open challenge. Stokely says that's crazy as hell, but he'll see her on Friday. I can't believe he acts like he doesn't know her. I mean, they were in Ring of Honor, remember, guys? I mean, just saying. That's where they know each other. But speaking of nobodies, we get Hangman Adam Page making his entrance and gets on the mic. He says he called out Kazuchika Okada because he wanted a match against him and his title. But as a self-professed occasional dumbass, he said it himself, he didn't take that into, into account that Okada might lose the title as he did this weekend to Switchblade Jay White. But the sentiment hasn't changed and the challenge still stands. Enter Adam Cole making his entrance and cuts him off. Cole congratulates White but says he won't challenge for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Forbidden Door because it's not about AEW or New Japan. It's about the Undisputed Elite and the Bullet Club. And that means Adam Cole versus Jay White and Okada's not even going to be there. But there's someone here tonight that would love to come and say hello. Enter Switchblade Jay White sliding in behind Adam Page and hitting Blade Runner on him. He cuts a promo and says he won't be putting the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship on the line. It won't be against Page and it won't be against Cole either. He holds the prize. He holds the power. And the title means the world breathes with the switchblade as we go to a break. This was embarrassing all around, bro. Only because of the crowd. Not just the crowd, but even Adam Cole. standing oh, there yeah, like a yeah. fucking idiot. Like literally. He's got to get in shape again, man. He's a fat shit, bro. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking, I'm a big boy myself, but he's fat, bro. <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, but you're right. He needs to get into shape. He needs to stop being an idiot. And uh, I just want to take these guys seriously, Kev. Me too. Me too. Um, Adam Cole looks like Britt Baker would kick his ass, honestly. <laughs> well... I wouldn't mind, you know, be baking in my ass, Kev. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, um, like I said, this was embarrassing. You had a drunken Adam Page. Well, he wasn't drunk, but he might as well have been because he was just rolling all over the floor. You got Adam Cole fucking sitting there like an idiot. Literally, he was taken for an idiot. And then you got Jay White who tried, but no one gave a shit. And he just walked past him like everyone else and nobody's just like the fans thought of him as a nobody. And essentially, we get a whole bunch of nobodies. So, I mean, damn it, man. You know what, Kev? This is going to be the fastest edition of the skirmish, I think, in history because what was positive? There's nothing positive because after this, we move on to the clusterfuck of clusterfucks in Jurassic Express against the Young Bucks in the ladder match that was meant to have also the Hardys. I was surprised they went down with two teams. You would have thought they would have added, say, FTR. They didn't, for whatever reason. And we got this crappy shit. And uh, not that it was crappy, it was just spot fest after spot fest after spot and reckless shit, Kev. Barely sold any table shots, you know, like how many... It's like playing a video game. Like, um, and uh, uh, can I bring up something too? I don't ever want to see anybody do a fucking cutter ever again. You know, <laughs> everyone does it, bro. What do you mean? It was like four or five on the card. It just makes Randy Orton look that much better than you guys because his actually finishes people. 
Think of it that way. You look in fear to Randy Orton because you're all doing his move and you can't beat somebody with it, but he can. You don't think about the psychology. You look worse than Randy Orton because of that. He's so much better than you guys because his his simple move finishes people. Yours doesn't. (sighs) Wow. So stop doing the fucking cutter. I even hate when Cody does his Cody cutter. You know? Oz cutters, Cody cutters, Bucks cutters, pizza cutters, uh, Ortiz peanut butter jelly cutters, Ortiz cutters, absolutely, absolutely. He Randy Orton look that much better than you guys. You all look amateur to Randy Orton because your move isn't as strong as his. All we need now just to top this shit off is to get Nick Gage back in AEW next week, bro. (laughs) I would enjoy it. There's a... a, Add the uh, hardcore belt there. I'd be better than a lot of the shit they're doing, honestly. Yeah, but don't call it the hardcore belt. You, if it was an AEW hardcore title, it should be called the. What would you call it, bro? Just bring in the that, CCW belt and have them defend uh-huh. CCW there. You know. Well, we do have the FTW belt. Fuck it, bring the ECW World Heavyweight Championship back, bro. I told you the Dollar Club Championship is more valuable <laughs> than the FTW belt. Like, who cares? <laughs> buy that for a dollar <laughs> i seriously would yeah. i'm not lying it hasn't been lost oh. on tv you know <laughs> oh shit man this show fuck wow wow we well let's get into this stupid matchup we get spot after spot 450 splash after splash luchasaurus is still a bum i mean that was, we get every- spot, though. That was a good spot through the t- the four tables and True, he and he sold it. He actually yeah. sold it, bro. He sold it for once, which is credit to Lucha Dumbass. Uh, Jungle Boy clearly is pretty dumb because, I mean, if I saw Christian turning months ago, bro, I mean, shouldn't he be able to see that shit? But I forgot, he's a young, ignorant young man. Shouldn't he have turned during the match and cost them the match, though? Well, if you want to fucking get heat, that's the way you do it, Kev. Yeah. But no, this is AEW we're talking about. We get heat from heat after heat with no heat in the end. I mean, but you know what? The fans did cheer though, man. It, did. Oh, it was the right thing. Like how I say the champion should always be who they revolve the shows around. Same with the tag belts. Buck, you know, young butts will get stories. You know, it's going to be with probably Fish and O'Reilly next or something. Uh, it's, it's always a story based around them. So that's the right thing to give them the title. Well, if, since the Hardys were out, if the Hardys were out, the Hardys should have won. Uh, but since there's no Hardys in this match, it was just the, the right thing. Put the belt back in the box as much as half the people love them and half the people hate them. But for the show, it's much better moved out than the champs because they didn't give Jurassic Express one storyline. They had eight title defenses, but not one story. <laughs> what story exactly? No story. I mean... No story. Damn so it, man. Them look worse, which we, everyone loved them. Now they're just, yeah. Well, you know what's going to happen here, right, Kev? I mean, TK is going to start blaming Jeff Hardy for all this bullshit. 100%. Because this guy cannot take responsibility for himself. You know that. I mean, it's, it's clear as day. He will not take the responsibility of admitting it was his fault, bro. And he said he considered firing Jeff Hardy. He did not consider firing <laughs> Jeff Hardy for a split freaking second. Oh man, can you picture it? Like, I would have loved to be in a fly on the wall. <laughs> like, when he found out, oh, I could picture this, man. He would have been chilling at home or whatever, right? And he was in the middle of wrecking a line. <laughs> the phone rings, 
and he's like, huh, huh, with all these fucking coke fucking coming off his nostrils. <laughs> he could have been out partying with Jeff, like before he started driving. It was 10 a.m., dude. He could have been out with him for all we know. Oh, I know, man. Talk about a bad boss, bro. Fuck. I mean, come on. TK, fucking hell, get with it, dude. But yeah, he wasn't going to fire him. I mean, come on, oh. man. There's no fucking chance. And you know what, man? I don't know if you saw what Booker T said about the situation. Yeah, but I totally agree with Booker, man. I really do. Um, You see all the spots tonight, too, honestly. But uh, but Jeff's his own man. So, no, Jeff can say no to these spots. He can change his style. Matt Hardy did it in TNA. And he could have done whatever he wanted in TNA. So, no, wow. Jeff's his own man. You know, he can say, no, I'm not doing this. But Jeff... He's got to fix himself. He's got to get himself right. I did say something funny last night during... I don't know if you watched the NXT, um, the Next Level podcast. I was watching it while I was waiting for it. I just started it. Uh, got oh, it. man. I was in the comments live, right? And I was talking a lot of shit, as I do with those boys, right? And uh, But I made everyone laugh because I mentioned how <laughs> when Jeff Hardy heard rehab, uh-huh. he thought it was his Arab next door neighbor. To get rehab, <laughs> I'm just—I mean, come on, that's what he thought when he heard rehab. You know what I mean? He'd be like, "Who rehab?" <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm just look. I make myself laugh sometimes, but everyone laughed at that, bro. I mean, it amu- I amused myself by saying that because I'm like, "Hey, that's kind of funny. It's yeah, corny." As long as you make yourself laugh. <laughs> if I laughed about at my own shit. I don't care if anyone else doesn't laugh, bro. <laughs> but, um, I mean, shit. What else can you do with this company, bro, other than laugh? I mean, that's all I want to do is laugh. And this match, in the end, was one fucking laugh. I mean, that's it. And like you said, Christian should have turned in the middle of the match, but he didn't. And we did get an overrun. Well, I got an overrun, and unfortunately, you didn't. But after the concerto, which never connected in the first place, let's be honest, um, which I'm starting to hate the concerto, bro. If you're not going to have two guys doing it, right, where at least you can kind of hide better. Well, like, it's edge you know Christian. I, mean? so I think like out of loyalty to each other, they don't want to do it with a second person, you know? Fair enough. No, and I understand that. But you know what's going to happen now? Christian's going to be labeled like a fucking edge wannabe again now because of this, right? Even though the seeds were planted... A long time ago but the whole fucking catchphrase of him outworking everybody i'm sorry christian but uh you didn't outwork me man i saw that shit coming a long time ago <laughs> just saying just saying but uh yeah this was a crash course i mean it was i mean even nick jackson busted his nose looked like he broke his nose mm. They, yeah, the only things I said I could really like about this show was I uh, liked the Sammy Guevara reveal. Jericho was a little funny. The Britt Baker Tony Storm match was okay. Um, mm, Osprey Tony match. Storm. The Osprey match was good, but take out eight minutes of it way too much. It <laughs> pissed me off too much with the too many finishers. Uh, and the Young Bucks winning the title, but the match is way too much spots. Uh, have some psychology in the ring guys you, you have before i've seen it you guys can put on some of the matches of the year but it was just do you think um there was... and, and right through seven or eight tables total like like and you're only 180 I'm... pounds and you know what's even worse whatever jungle boy was wearing tonight man it reminded me of something like your grandma would wear bro 
That's how it works for Jungle Boy. He can. <laughs> he should Will be called Ospreay fucking Granny it. Boy at this point. But Will anyway, Ospreay. sorry. Will Ospreay's up gear is pretty shitty tonight. <laughs> His fucking hairdo is fucking shitty with that bulk fucking cup, That's bro. That's a cheap ball cut. A Logan Paul cut. <laughs> That's so 1995, bro. Like uh, it, it works because you, you see he's a heel right away just because of that haircut, you know. So it works. <laughs> That's one oh, of the boy. things about him, honestly. You can tell right away that he's a heel without knowing him. Because yeah, that's true. Well, if you thought this show was a train wreck, just wait till Forbidden Door. I'm laughing thinking about it. Um, because I can only imagine what's going to happen there. Hopefully, I'm wrong though. Next week, I don't know where we go from here, but this was a cringe show in many ways. It was all right. Like I said, I was excited for Osprey. That was about it. I was excited for Christian, kinda, but not really. But it was cool, whatever. And I'm disappointed Jericho wasn't going to be selling us a new fucking wig week in, week out. Because, like, the, I don't know if you noticed the sign in the crowd, but someone wrote fucking um, Jericho bald equals ratings. No. <laughs> it's, it's fucking true, bro. I mean,. Wigs, Jerko wearing wigs would have been ratings as well and funny, but unfortunately, and see, this is where we needed Kevin Owens though to get into it. If Kevin Owens was around while he's doing his wig thing, yeah, I mean, like, new replace, festival friendship, like a, like a hair club festival friendship. Oh, shit, man. Still, though, to this day, one of the best things WWE have done in so many years. That was fucking awesome. That festival of friendship, them yeah. two just gel perfectly together. But can you picture like Kevin Owens seeing Jericho for the first time in a long time and be like, is that a wig, Chris? <laughs> like, he'd be like, nah, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it been awesome. But, uh, oh, man. But unfortunately, we didn't get that. And unfortunately to our listeners, I mean, what, did, what else is there really to say, Kev? I mean, other than we just trashed this whole show, we've pretty much pointed out what needed to be done. I was. I'm not as big of a New Japan guy as you were. I was thoroughly excited to see uh, Tanahashi, to see Jay White, to see uh, Osprey and stuff too. And it just was a giant letdown. Made them all look worse. Made the pay per view worse. Um, Nobody got over at all today. Pretty much. Um, Everybody just came off worse. Even Wardlow (laughs) beating 20 guys. You look worse. Like Tony Storm looks a little better, I guess you know. Um, a little, just a, a little tiny bit. Even sh- her, dude. I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like she's not really that happy, bro. And it's showing in her work too, man. As much as she says that, well, she said her whole goal was to go to WWE, and she realized she likes pro wrestling and not that. But uh, maybe she hasn't accepted it yet that this is going to be her pinnacle, you know. Do you think she looks like she looks at AEW as a step down? You really think that? She says she doesn't, but uh, she's God. trying to convince herself. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it's not WWE, unfortunately. And whether anybody likes to admit it or not, WWE will always will be the be all end all in terms of professional wrestling. I'm sorry, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I, I don't care who you are. You've, if you if you grew up a pro wrestling fan and you wanted to become a pro wrestler, your ultimate dream is always to reach WWE. I don't give a fuck what anyone says, man. Miss and Mrs. It, beats Rampage and ratings some weeks. Really? Yeah, I had like six hundred thousand for the debut at least. Six hundred. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow. 
Well, take that up to TK. Apparently, he'll just point the finger to, to McDivitt anyway. It's all about demos, bro. <laughs> I wonder what the demo is. I'd have to look that up. Uh, well, the demo for this show has got to be at least 10 to 15, bro. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. Anyway, uh, I really don't know what to say anymore about this show, bro. I really well, don't. Well, it was better. <laughs> it actually was. I haven't said that in a long, long time. Raw was better than this Dynamite. And I bet, look, I'm hoping Rampage is going to be a much better show. And you know what? It has been more consistent in, in the last few weeks, believe it or not. I don't I know if it's watching because... Rampage because I'm not a virgin, so I go out Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pregame oh, live with SmackDown on the background. I don't even think anymore because I'm not a virgin. Oh. Oh, see, in Australia, we call, like, non-virgins, right? Sick cunts, right? That's pretty <laughs> so that makes... To a uh, cunt, I can't say it. <laughs> well, yeah, see, here, like, and I'm sure I've explained this to you a million times, but, like, we call each other, like, I know it's it's weird, right? But, like, you know, me and my friends would be like, hey, bro, like, if if, if I do something good for my friend, he'd be like, oh, bro, you're a sick cunt, man. Yeah, you're yeah. Fucking kind of like how women call each other bitches, and it's, like, a good thing here whoa whoa you guys call each other bitches we, women do so like oh yeah yeah my bitch, my bitch. Yeah, yeah. right right yeah yeah i was gonna say bro <laughs> I, I was gonna say i'm like oh i don't know that's a bit weird but guys I, do. straight guys don't well yeah man, they're happy guys bro of course i mean you know what i'm saying but yeah like we'll say but if it's a derogatory term like if i felt like you were you're an idiot then i'd call you a stupid cunt or a dumb cunt so that's the derogatory way but sick cunt cool cunt <laughs> mad cunt that's all that's all good shit you know what i mean like that's that's a good thing and you never call a person a champ here no why Gotta well earn it. i learned this the hard way myself years ago but one day i called a friend of mine who was in jail funny enough right a champ and he turns around and he goes don't ever fucking call me champ ever again and now i got upset you know what i mean because yeah, that's what a champ is apparently uh, here in Australia. A prison, a, a a fish. prison bitch. In America, it's a fish. It's a, a fish. fish. <laughs> yeah, it's a prison bitch. I don't know where how we get champ like in the same scenario. I, I don't get it either, dude. So mm. from that day on, I've never called anyone a champ ever again. So I'll just say, you're a gun, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So instead of a champ. But I noticed like you guys say champ like, like nothing. Yeah, if we don't know somebody's name, it's either what's up, champ, boss, captain, buddy, you know? <laughs> no, let's buddy. Pretend, we just pretend we boss, do. Yeah, we say boss a lot too. Like, you know, not captain, captain per se. I'll, I'll say El Capitan <laughs> in Spanish. But like, uh, yeah, champ, you just say, so if you ever come down, down here, bro, never call anyone a champ. Unless you know they haven't been locked up and they don't know it. You know what I mean? But every single person, dude, you say that shit. They get upset, bro. Like, I mean, upset. It's like, whoa. Obviously, you were a champ inside. I mean, <laughs> I, try I don't know. See what reaction I get. Practice <laughs> run. Oh, man. I swear it's a real thing, man. I don't know. It's weird down here sometimes, bro. I don't know where they get champ and bitch boy from. But then again, you guys call them fishes. So, <laughs> I mean, why? I mean, is it because. I don't know. They're fishes, I guess. They're easy to fish. I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't well, Kev, 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's not much else to talk about, so I might as well fucking talk growing up fucking Jimmy T. <laughs> so, but uh, before we go, bro, I mean, is there anything else we need to touch on? Um, I just hope it gets better, man. I hope. Like, it seems like it's going to be bad till Punk comes back. Dude, at help. this point, I, I couldn't care less if Punk comes back. I'm dying for him to come back. We need really? him. Really? Yeah. Do do they really, though? I think it would help the show. Because then MJF comes back, too. Well, I'm glad you brought him up. Because what is going on with MJF, you think? I mean... I'm not, look, I'm still sitting on the fence of, of this shit being a, a work. Excuse me. But I'm starting to second guess a little bit because we clearly see how AEW doesn't know how to build shit properly sometimes, right? I mean, look at Warlow. They took 10 steps fucking forward, just take 50 steps back, in my opinion. They've cooled him off totally, bro. Like, yep. totally cooled off. And they don't even I'm realize. Af- yeah, and I'm afraid that if they're not careful, if MJF is in the good books, the same shit could happen because either they're going to keep him off TV because they don't know what to do with him, right? And then that's the problem. They'll keep keeping him off TV until they kind of figure out what to do with him. So I it's a kind of a lose-lose situation. You know what I'm saying? MJF hasn't had a bad storyline yet. Um, it's debatable with the dinner debonair. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I hated it, bro. I'm knowing that he yeah. played Jericho in the end, I think it works even better, though, when you when you see the right. lock in there. But uh, MJF comes up with his own ideas, so you don't have to worry about how they bring an MJF back. He'll come up with it himself and tell Tony how he's coming back. Um, it, it wouldn't make sense right now. What are you going to throw him in a feud against, like, ta- like Taco Burrito, like, Japanese legend, you know, like wouldn't make sense right now. Like, are you gonna, like, there's no need to bring him back for this pay per view. For the next one, absolutely, he'll be back soon. Well, if since AEW's favorite pastime is actually cosplaying, right? I mean, we could have fucking uh, TK playing the role of Vince McMahon. That sounds laughable. And MJF being Stone Cold Steve Maxwell or you know Friedman. I know I they mean, don't want like an on-air authority figure. I think it would help the show. It give it a little more structure. I think as someone that well, talks, they definitely for, need it. Yeah, I think it would help a lot. It doesn't have to be your like your heel guy. It can be a good guy. Um, it could be a tweener. It could be a different. Come up with a new kind of authority character. It would, it would actually help but, the show instead of just random matches. But, well, but but when you say new got like a new type of authority, like. Elaborate a little bit more. Like, what would you? Uh, like they have to come up with that themselves. Like, I, to me, I always thought I always like the heel authority figures, but they didn't want to do what WB always does. Come up with something new. Like, figure out a way to make this. He could be a talking piece for Tony Khan too. It doesn't have to be a bad guy. Just come up with something right. new. Uh, that's not my job to figure out, but but I'd definitely give it a show. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. It's not my fucking job. Don't ask me, man. You know what I mean? That that's true. Legal right there, but that'd be too similar to NXT. You know, like uh, figure something out. Come up with a new, clever way of having that work. Well, I dare say, other than this week's NXT, the past two weeks, including the pay per view or premium of event, sorry, has been actually better than AEW, bro. Yeah, I agree. Weird enough. I mean, it's bizarre land. I mean, and I, I, I didn't watch this week's NXT yet. But I heard it was pretty much back to the same old shit, right? 
Yeah, it was, it was pretty shitty. The dyads were pretty stupid too. It kind oh, of off. Really? Yeah. God damn. Joe Gacy. God. I used to like Joe Gacy too. Him and Harvey. Ugh, hell, do you like that guy, Joe Gacy? It's an awesome heel until the Braun Baker <sighs> feud. He like the the woke snowflake guy. Like they all he wanted the all inclusive championship too. It was hilarious. Great heel stuff. But uh, damn, dude, are we born in the wrong years? <laughs> now, I mean. We were born in the best era, don't get me wrong. Growing up like we grew up was the best times to be alive, in my opinion. Maybe we're, I'm being biased, but when you look at what we had growing up, I'll trade everything what we've got right now for those days again, bro. You know what I'm saying? But right now, being a fan of professional wrestling, and you know, you and I have both been lifelong fans, man. We will never give up on this shit totally. Nah. Even when I've tried, right? I just can't help myself. I'm gonna I'll always fucking. I'm always gonna go running back just to see what the fuck's up, and it's one of those things where I can just never let it go. Like it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like Jeff said the other day, when we were also on the show, you know, once you hit that, th if you're still watching professional wrestling after 39, you're always gonna fucking watch it, and uh, we've passed that threshold, unfortunately. Well, I'm am at 39, but uh, not. You know, October comes, I'll, I'll be the big 4-0. Nice. But, yeah, not nice. Not nice at all, Kev. I mean, how does it feel being, you know, in the 40s, bro? It's like a look great fine, for the 40s. Like a fine wine. I get better with age. You, you know? do. Deep I mean, deep. I didn't know you when you were young, but fucking... But I've known you for a few years now, so fucking... And you do... Bro, honestly, I know some thrashed 40-year-olds, bro. Like, I mean... Like, think about when we were growing up, man. Didn't 40 years old seem old? Yeah. Us, I think like, Danny Glover think like, Lethal Weapon 1 was like supposed to be 40. Or, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm too old wow. for this. You know, I think it was like 42 <laughs> or something. Damn. Bro, I used to think 25 was fucking old. <sighs> think about that. But that's a baby, bro. I'll do anything to be 25 again. I can't even tell if somebody's 16 or 30 anymore. <laughs> it's all the same. Like, Neither oh, can I. Neither can I, man. But you know what? Maybe it's because of the way we are like... A lot of people like trip out even when I say my age. They're like, nah, no way. I don't know if it's because we live kind of young. Like, you know, we feel young at heart. And maybe it shows like we don't really have fucking wrinkles all over the shop and shit like that. You know what I mean? Because think of like our fan, like our parents' generation, right? When they were 40, they were like 60, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of weird how that happened. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's life. You get older, but I'm dreading it, man. I still feel great now. It's just harder to drop the kilos, man. I don't know how you do it because you're, you're in mega shape, bro. Like it's like a job, man. I, I track everything I eat. It's a calorie counting, too. It's like really? a, the gym's like a second job. Dieting's like a third job. It's, well, it's see, exhausting. Dude, I used to do weights for years, bro. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, but, you know, once I got to a certain age, I just... I just could, I couldn't be fucked anymore, bro. Right? I, didn't want, I didn't want to go today. I made myself. I, yeah, that's yeah. like, except for like a job. Some days, I love bench press day. Once a week, it's great. Yeah, yeah. there's another a certain feel days, to it. You know what I'm saying? Like The other four days, but, I force myself. I'm like, man, the fuck up and go. You're only getting better. You're getting worse. You're getting older. If you stop going, it's going to be impossible to go back. So you got to keep it going. Make it a habit. Yeah, see, and I was going to ask you that. See, my dad still does weights, bro. Still to this I'm day. Sure. And he's nearly... Yeah, yeah, he's in his 60s, bro. And um, 
he's not like don't get me wrong he's not fucking he used to be a tank like back in the day but he's in shape you know what i mean he's in better shape than me but um yeah man like and i'm glad you answered that question because i, I wanted to ask you that like is it hard for you to actually keep motivated bro yeah yeah definitely like especially i do like construction work too oh, i just yeah, want to sure. sleep yeah it was terrible i did not want to go Trust me, I would love to go out like on a happy hour and stuff too. I won't do that. I don't drink during the week, you know. No, nah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm so use a glass of wine or a beer today. It'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> like yeah. a typical fucking 40 year old, huh? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I want to like maybe God get married to somebody that's not disgusting looking one day, you know? Like, nah, I can see you, man. I mean, just just knowing you the way you are now, like. You're you're the type of dude that wouldn't want to let go of yourself. Like you'd be like, no, fuck I would, that. I would. Oh, maybe if but, you get married, like you probably would. You know what I mean? If you're happy and shit, like obviously, like I I'd marry the coolest person ever, the coolest girl ever. I would. Like, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you say that a million times, man. What? Well, before we go, why is that, dude? Why Why don't you want to get married anyway? Because women are cunts. They ruin your life. They won all your time. You don't call them one day out of, out of like oh. 164. You're an asshole. Can't go to the gym every day. You gotta like you gotta you can't do it. Yeah, you because want. they'll get paranoid. Like, why are you going to the gym every day for who are you trying to impress? Yep. Like they rather you look like shit, feel like shit, just so their fucking insecurities. Even though my girl's like just over there and I'm saying I would not shit. be able to train for wrestling. I would not be able to do <laughs> editing. I would not be able to do my podcast, you know. I wouldn't yeah, have- that 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 blows my mind, dude. Because uh, I better not say it here. I, I, I should. Sorry, they're not supportive. At least not by any I found. If I find one that would be like, go try to be a professional wrestler, Kev. Go for your dreams. Do the podcast and do some editing. Here's a here's some glass of water. Like I can see you're probably talking for three hours. Let me give you a hand. And I've <laughs> heard her shit too, and be supportive. Uh, maybe it's just supportive. country, man. Maybe like it's just uh, it's not very motherfucking people. Fuck. Yeah, man. Look, first around here. I'll admit uh, I'm lucky in that sense, man. My one lets me be me. You know what I mean? Lets me do whatever the fuck I want. You know, that's a good thing. And mm. I've been, you know, we've been together for over, fuck, coming to 20 years, bro. Fuck, that's crazy. But um, yeah, like I'm lucky in that sense. Don't get me wrong. She can be a typical girl. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, she's on her phone anyway. But like, you know how it is. But um. Yeah, no, it's true, man. Like, how dare you do a podcast? Give me the attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, do you love the fucking podcast more than you love me? Yeah, they're jealous like, of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the they're jealous of your job. You can come, you can be working eight hours and then like, come wow. like, you didn't do nothing with me all day. I'm like, I was working. I literally just walked in the door. Like, they get jealous of everything. They're too codependent. I'm not a codependent person. Have they're your listen- life. You know, right. like, let me have absolutely. Let's share the highlights, you know, and then when we have bad days, we bring each other up, motivate each other, help each other. That's how it should be, man. Unfortunately, yeah, it's weird, bro. You're right. I mean, it, it's it's a worldwide phenomenon, too, bro. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's not just America. No. <laughs> you know how it is, bro. Bitches are the same shit no matter what country, really. But, uh, <laughs> well, look. Because we come from Western countries, our cultures are practically the same shit, all right? So it's like, obviously, you can't, like, the bitches are just as fucked here, bro, as they are in the States, all right? How's that? You know what I'm saying? Attractive, then. <laughs> oh, well, 
Uh, look, that's the perception about Australia, right? Everyone yeah, thinks yeah. hot bitches, kangaroos and fucking sun. And yeah, there's some truth to it, right? There is kangaroos, there is a lot of sun. And yeah, the the chicks are pretty hot, right? But don't get me wrong. You, you get some fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? Some... Well, I've seen some... Dude, I was I went you know IGA bro, the the supermarket? Nah, I don't have IGA here. It, oh well it's an American company. Anyway, that's why I asked you if you'd know it. But anyway, there's an IGA down at the end of my street, right? And uh <laughs> I'll say this story quickly before we go. Um I go, you know, do a little bit of shopping and whatnot. And I hear this motherfucking I'm thinking to myself, is is this a fucking bitch or a fucking guy? But anyway, so I I turn around, this bitch, bro. She had a fucking... Dude, she had growth, bro. Like, she just shaved, bro. <laughs> is, it tra- is it trans? Or is no, it- no, no, no. I'll tell you what she was, bro. No offense because you're Italian. I mean, my, my missus is Italian too, but... <laughs> but you know those... We, like, ethnics over here are called wogs, right? I'm considered a wog because I'm Greek background, right? So, a white Anglo-Australian would look at me as a wog, right? Okay. Uh, um, so, here, you know, as a wog... <laughs> we say like you know you know the typical wog chick and when i say that think of ethnic now it could be italian could be greek but okay. the ones that have never had a boyfriend probably locked up in the fucking in the basement for like forever like you know they've never touched a dick pretty much right and ugly as hell right <laughs> and then you get women with fucking goatees and beards basically essentially you know what i mean those real like off the boat straight from fucking from Europe somewhere like back in the day. You know what I'm saying? That first generation yeah. type. Yeah, this thing was rotted, bro. Mm. <laughs> rotted. I mean, you wouldn't even buy that for a penny, bro. <laughs> it's That's that bad. Oh, it would oh, anyway, it's 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 horrid, bro. Yeah. So, in other words, what I'm saying is you do get some of those occasionally, you know what I mean? You just you stay away from them, obviously. <laughs> but they need loving too. So in saying that, Kev, you know what? We spoke about life for a good 20 minutes and then talking about wrestling. So let's take it home, dude. Tell them where they can find you because this show was trash. Oh, you're right. I only have 11,000 followers on Twitter. I was, I was thinking I added ah. social media up. Yeah, you're right. Not 14,000. Ah. Uh, wow, where'd you pull that three? You've done a TK on me, bro. Yeah, I did. Talking I, 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 demo, demos and shit. My demo was higher. I, I checked. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I, I was making mine and everything. Uh, oh, yeah, no, but uh, my my personal social media is at Panetta Sexy Time. Um, if you follow me, I follow most people back except for Facebook. Um, my wrestling one is at Dollar Club Wrestling. Follow me on YouTube. Uh, we have a good we have a good podcast on there. Some good comedy bits. Our own like uh, <laughs> your comedy is the best, dude. Yeah. I just want to before you continue. I just want to tell everybody that's listening or watching for that matter. This guy here, man, he'll make you laugh without even looking like he's trying to make you laugh, which makes me laugh. Because you you say it as a matter of fact, whatever it is, it's like dead set serious. I've like always been for so, real. I, that's a big problem with dating with me too. I don't show emotion. So like, <laughs> I love it, bro. I'll be like, I'll be like so excited to come home and see someone I'm dating, and then she'll be like, I'll come in the house. She's like, you're not excited to see me. In my head, I am. I just don't know how to, <laughs> how to express. I'm like, no. I'm very also, so that's saying, legit. You actually yeah, yeah, do that just, not because yeah, right. you're trying to do it on purpose. You actually so it's, once in a while I try to be dry, but like typically I'm just pretty. Uh, <laughs> Your dry humor is the best, though. Like dude. a serial killer, like Dexter, <laughs> joke, you know. Like I don't, I don't show any emotion. 
<laughs> oh man because with you i can't tell like if you're being serious sometimes dude like especially when you're talking about you know i'll be honest with you dude i had a similar experience to what you said that's why i laughed except i wasn't taking a shit but <laughs> oh, okay. it was sorry d uh, i'm sure you know this story but years ago um i was at a, i was at the drive-ins bro <laughs> nice yeah see did you hear my missus there she's like yeah, oh. <laughs> and um you know i went for a fuck oh, relaxed date did you hear that Nah. she's like sluts <laughs> right but um yeah i went to take a leak with it and whatever and yeah this bitch came into the into the restrooms and uh, yeah like what the fuck bro what's wrong with these women sometimes man i mean that's they're not used to weird. getting her no so they think they can get it when they want and do what they want when they want yeah, but you topped it off, dude. So I laughed at that because I could relate to it, except I wasn't taking his shit, which topped <laughs> it off even more. <laughs> which was like, what the fuck? That's even worse. That's like, you know what I mean? Terrible. Damn. What'd you say, D? She was thirsty. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? She's thirsty? I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's oh, boy. <laughs> oh no anyway I, I probably shouldn't talk about it anymore but it's funny but uh yeah so i laughed automatically when i heard you say that story i was on the floor bro because i'm like damn that's kind of similar to what happened to me except i wasn't taking a dump i might as well have been but i mean shit but that's weird bro i can see it happening at a concert more often too you know what while taking a dump <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because girls are always like forcing themselves in the men's room because they don't want to wait in line at concerts, at least here, because they're always the bathrooms are always so full and the guys want to move a lot quicker. Yeah, but they see, this is what gets me, bro. They say that guys are fucking dirty fucks, right? Nah, man, bitches ain't got shit on us, bro. Like, I mean, uh, we ain't got shit on them, sorry. <laughs> That's they what I'm saying. Like, they squat in public too and no toilet paper and shit and stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, they'll take a fucking, they'll piss just, you know, yeah, like you said, in the bush, bro, like somewhere. Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're fucking grubs, dude. Like, for real. Like, yeah. And Grimey, that, grimy motherfuckers. Grimy. And I don't even want to think like that because it's a, we're so much cleaner, put it that way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what, what, what are you laughing at, D? What? You know we're right. Look, no comment. Exactly. You know you're right. <laughs> In saying that, man, let's take it home before we absolutely gross out our listener base right now. Or they're probably laughing. But either way, sorry, man. Tell them where they can find you once again, Kev. Yeah, give me a subscribe bro. on uh, Dollar Club Wrestling on YouTube. We do. I put a lot of work into that. Um, we got a pretty good show on there. Trying to make it grow. Dollar Club Wrestling. And Pro Wrestling Tees at Dollar Cup Wrestling too. Help support us, buy some shirts. And all my uh, my personal stuff's at Panetta Sexy Time. And July 23rd, go to the Legends of Hamburg show. Uh, Angelina Love and, and Virgil are the two newest guests there at the meet and greet in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, a lot of love awesome. and a lot of great people there. The Virgil, as in Vincent as well? Yeah, yeah. It's Sergeant Slaughter too. It's uh, oh. Max Caster. Max uh, Caster. It claims going to be there. The Two of the Dark Order members are going to be there. Re uh, Reynolds and uh, and uh, Johnny Hungy are going to be there. <laughs> Johnny Hungy. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah. ask you to do me a favor, bro. If, if, if When you go there, right, <laughs> ask Johnny Hungy, and you can say, I said it. I don't care, right? What's with his, him being hungry for cock gimmick for, bro? I mean, why? <laughs> like, ask him why, man. Why do you have to be hungry? For fucking 
dicks. And I'm not kidding. Oh, that's what nice, nice Bowen's about the scissoring thing. Like, <laughs> oh, no, you don't. You don't want to ask Bowen's about the scissors thing, Ben. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, look, we're, we're being assholes, but uh, <laughs> look, man, let's take it home. This was a fun show when we're not talking about AEW straight up. So, <laughs> in saying that, man, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects, where I actually put up one of my mixes for the first time on the network just to test it out and see what happens it's a hip-hop mix you probably like it but it's pretty like you know g-funky west coast type of shit um also yeah, please like and subscribe right here at the pwc network at podbean.com or dot podbean.com where you can find not just my show and also kev's um like and subscribe at Hamid media group pw hustle where you can also find the skirmish and for five bucks you can also see us on channelattitude.com where we review Rampage every week on Unca- Uncaged every week with Jago and Chris. But you know what? I don't know if Chris will be around. If you want, Kev, you should join us tomorrow for Rampage with me and Jago. Uh, oh, no, you're not a virgin. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow's only Thursday. Right. Oh, you're right. That's true. Yeah, Fuck. Tomorrow, I can't tomorrow though. I'm doing the uh, we're doing that that mafia podcast tomorrow. What? 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 Mafia podcast? Yeah, about mafia movies on the Dollar Club oh, Entertainment yeah. podcast. We're doing that tomorrow night at uh, eight. Oh man, do you go live for those shows? Nah, I need. A, we don't have enough followers to go live yet. Oh uh, like- no, you'd be surprised, dude. Even if you don't have enough followers, man, people will tune in, dude. Like, believe me. I think me. YouTube doesn't let you until you have a certain amount. Really? Yeah, yeah. I oh, believe so. I know that. Check. Okay, I didn't know that. So yeah, you can't I- go live on YouTube unless you have a certain. Yeah, I believe so. I know I haven't attempted On TikTok, a thousand. That's a big race trying to get to a thousand, so we can go live. <laughs> Pig Ray, I'm gonna slap him when I when I talk to him. He makes me laugh, but he's always bagging my fuck. Or should I say, he's always giving me shit about my accent. You know what I mean? He's just like, yeah, hey, he. I don't even have an exaggerated Aussie accent compared to like Steve Irwin. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. crikey, Kev, <laughs> where's where's Johnny Hungy at, mate? <laughs> I don't talk like that shit, bro. I hate that shit. But uh, yeah, he always gives me shit about it. But in saying that, Kev, let's go home. Let's take it home. Let's get some rest, I think, because this yeah, show is just, yeah, this show is about to make me pass out. So in saying that, I'm Jimmy T, that's Sexy Time, the Dollar King, Kevin Panetta, and you've been listening to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the PWC Network and the PW Hustle Networks. Peace. Respect the dollar. Cha-ching.
caught Nick Jackson right on the jaw. Now Jungle Boy coming back. Oh, oh, oh what an anti-air by the Bucks. Okay, the Bucks have wrestled a great match. They've had great strategy. It's come forward here. They've kept the big guy out most of the time. That's been their strategy here, but here he's back again. Those big, long legs, strong and powerful. I've talked to many times about the flexibility of Lutasaurus. It's amazing. Oh, oh. that's a uh, spine buster. Spine not on the pine, but on the steel ladder. And Luchasaurus flat-footed off the apron, still able to move salt and wipe out the bucks on the outside. Pretty amazing for a man that size. Remember, coming up on Dynamite next Wednesday night, Penta Oscuro Malachi Black, the third All-Atlantic Championship qualifying match, plus just signed a trios tag team match, Orange Cassidy with Pongi Vice versus Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. Luchasaurus sliding the ladder into the ring. Can he make the ascent? Can he bring those AEW World Tag Team Championship belts back down to earth? is the only way to win it. He's so big, it won't take him too long to get up top to grab him. Not many steps. You saw Matt Jackson trying to cover the eyes of Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus pulled the hand down and instead he's going to climb the ladder with Matt Jackson on his back. Look at this. What are you going to do when you get there? Jungle Boy. Oh, man. Stairs right in the back. Matt Jackson. Disparity in the size of those two ladders. Hell, look at the disparity in the size of those two tag team wrestlers. Matt Jackson, though, climbing up and cutting off Jungle Boy. Shot to the midsection to Jungle Boy. Oh, what a shot to the spine. Right, here comes Nick. Nick Jackson springboards in, lands on the ladder, and immediately fires in the right hand. Oh, Luchasaurus. Hits here. High drama. Here on TBS. The balancing that you have to do. Who's going to prevail here with the tag team titles hanging above the, the ladders? Oh, Matt Jackson just got slammed face first on that top of that ladder. Luchasaurus just wiped out Matt Jackson. He's got it. He's got it. And they had it. Champions were a fingertip away from retaining the titles. Oh, oh, oh wow. Oh, mighty. Man, through the back of his head, just got slammed on the ladder. Look Super kick to Jungle Boy, stops him in his tracks, and reverse hark on Rana! The poison Rana plants Jungle Boy! Man, that's gonna be hard to recover from, I can tell you that. The Bucks have just gotten so aggressive, and so physical in this matchup, in their quest the to regain the tag times. Jim, the presence of those four tables still very ominous over on the left. Matt Jackson up to the top diving elbow! Macho man like. Man, this is unbelievable. Elbow right off the top there. Found his mark. Beautiful trajectory by Matt Jackson. Tremendous camera angle, but you saw Matt Jackson, his, his leading right leg actually hit the side of the table. Almost a two, two for one there for Matt Jackson. And now Jungle Boy! Hold it up, but young. Nick Jackson with the German suplex. Hold him up like a damn accordion. It's heavy duty. Now, Jungle Boy and Matt Jackson struggling for their feet with the assistance of the ladder, struggling to climb the ladders. I'm amazed that anybody can even climb after what they've been through. 
I wouldn't want to climb. I'll give me another job. Oh, the, oh, the, the shoe slipped off Matt Jackson. He's not wasting any time. Matt knows what's at stake here. And Jungle Boy, another German suplex, this time to Matt Jackson. There's only so many suplexes and so many times you can land on the back of your head uh, that it doesn't catch up with you in one way or another. Jungle Boy, he wanted to keep his eye on Nick Jackson as they climbed up, so he switched sides. And now, firing in those punches with his right hand, his dominant hand. And he was just fighting off. He has, he has no assistance here because they've taken the big guy out. And look at the back of Nick. You notice that? The contusion. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. They've got the arms of Jungle Boy captured. Oh, Lord. And... No, a BTE trigger on the ladder. No, oh, the box pushed off the ladder. And Jungle Boy ganting on the top as well. They all got something on that exchange. And we're right back where we started. Well, coming up, just announced it's official by Tony Khan at Forbidden Door. It will be Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy one-on-one -on -one for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. And then, plus Tony, the EW Women's World Championship will be on the line. Thunder Rosa will defend against Tony Storm. Wait, Luchasaurus is about to retain. Luchasaurus is making the climb. He's right there. Luchasaurus is right there. He's got his hand on him. And that may be as close as he's going to oh, get. Oh, no! Luchasaurus effectively eliminated from this match. Jungle Boy Jack. Got a lot of heart. With a lot of a sense of urgency, to say the least. Oh! Terrible landing for Jungle Boy, and now, BTE Trigger! The Bucks right on the money with the BTE Trigger. And now Matt and Nick Jackson making the climb. Nick Jackson with a, maybe has a broken nose or busted lip. The belts are there, and the belts belong to the Young Bucks! Here are your winners and the new AEW World Tag Team Champions, Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks! A day before his 25th birthday, the title reign is over for Jungle Boy and his partner, Luchasaurus. It is official, the Young Bucks are two-time AEW World Tag Team Champion. First team to ever do this. And there we see Christian Cage tending to Luchasaurus. Yeah, a lot of guys gonna be tended to here. Of course, the main event of Forbidden Door coming up Sunday, June 26 on pay-per-view. John Moxley, Hiroshi Tanahashi for the vacant interim AEW World Championship. Young Bucks, the new champions, congratulations to them. One hell of a match, one hell of an outing, to say the least. Uh, Christian Cage checking on uh, one of his men. Yeah, understandably concerned about the big guy who they were successful in taking out, they being the, the Young Bucks here. An outstanding tag team matchup with the best you'll ever see. And we've got new tag team champions. Many say they're already rated the best in the world. No. Nowhere for no. a... No.
Mr. Osprey to go. Osprey with the high ground, but Dax Hart with the heavier handed of the two. What a hell of a competition this thing is, man. Great match. What a night for wrestling here on TBS. And remember, we haven't even Lord. made it to June 26th in Forbidden Door. Oh, Lord. Harwood up to the top. Osprey. No counters. The crossbody. Cross the counter. Oh, near fall. Another counter. Another counter. Oh. Man, what a series of situations that were created just in a heartbeat. Osprey, the boots of the midsection, the powerbomb, the jackknife, no! Harwood, look at this, the deep hook in, oh! Just Somehow, some way, this kid from uh, England was able to figure a way out of that damn predicament. What a tremendous battle we are witnessing here tonight on Dynamite. Harwood to the outside, Osprey. Coming in, oh, and wipes out Harwood on the floor. I got some uh, Harwood to the neck and head, too. Now, remember when we saw Osprey hit that Pescado over the top this past Friday night on Rampage? He took out both Dax and Cash. Now, this time, it was only Dax that bore the brunt of it. Osprey looks out to the crowd, but he just needs to take a big breath here before he climbs up top. Yeah, jet lag could be an issue for Osprey, but oh, 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 oh what an elbow. That's what you call hauling off. Right in the back of the head. Hardwood. Hardwood maybe out the near leg is hard. right. Oh! You can either hear or feel there's some sensation that goes through your body when you hear those near falls that create those kickouts. At least that's my evaluation of it before the three count. It's just so much instinct and feel, literally and figuratively. Osprey thinking Os Cutter, but he spent too much time appealing to the crowd, but Harwood just ate that elbow for lunch and now. So you go right back to what brought you to the dance. Absolutely. Well scouted here. Dax Harwood, sling, shot, power up. No, Osprey lands on his feet, roundhouse kick, staggers Harwood. Got Harwood on the top of the head, didn't and get all of it. Os Cutter, no! Up on the shoulders of Dax. And, oh, I thought they were gonna spill out of the ring, but instead, Osprey. Springboard. Two. Oh, the slingshot Liger bomb. Only a two count for Dax Harwood. Did you see, notice how that head hit the mat that time on that Liger bomb. You're seeing great effort, a hard determination of both men. Watch the head here. Boom. And that just shows how much pride is on the line for both of these men representing two great companies here in pro wrestling. Good call, Tony. Those are, are concussion-type situations there. And now a headbutt, speaking of heads. Both of these men are playing the, yeah. the uh, Rams on the Dodge commercial. Yeah, great champions, FTR. We're seeing champions of three different companies. Isn't it funny that you go right back to what right here? Yeah. Now we're striking again. Imagine that. Oh, Osprey! Oh, Osprey goes to his feet. Those educated feet of Will Osprey coming in handy. Harwood. Oh, big, massive lariat from Dax. We're seeing more power shots that land accurately, perfectly on, on key, on time by Dax here tonight than we have maybe in, in forever. Yeah, just, just, just plain, plainly, this is an ass-kicking match. These guys 
have put on a clinic of how to do things. Oh, short and how to close Avoided by Osprey. Sits out the Liger Bomb. The high stack by Osprey. No, again, Harwood able to kick out. Well, Perseverance name of this game tonight. Osprey getting a little frustrated. Oh, oh Osprey Cutter. Cutter. Right in the center of the ring. Will that be enough? Oh. No, it will not, Your Honor. Osprey took his hand up. He was gesturing to the crowd, and that allowed Dax Harwood to kick out. But Osprey, he's got a hidden blade up his sleeve. Testing that elbow pad. My God, what a shot! The elbow to the head and the three count. What a shot! What a shot! By Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. Oh, she had to see this again, folks. You may not believe this. That's a hell of a wrestling match, guys. An incredible victory for Will Ospreay. And now, here comes United Empire. Oh, United Empire, there's Kyle Fletcher, Jeff Cobb, Mark Davis, and the great Ocon, the new IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions are in the ring. But look at this, Cash Wheeler and Rocky Romero, Rapongi Vice, Trent Beretta, trying to even the, the odds. With United Empire just with the numbers advantage. And remember, it was Ocon and Cobb that disrupted that Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match three weeks ago. Yeah, Rouse not liking this after what they saw in the amazing classic wrestling match just a moment or two ago. Yeah, we see the Rapunzel match. And don't forget, we have another member of Chaos in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. My God, what a night! You need, need a roadmap. Keep up with everybody. Forbidden Door can't get here soon enough. What? Well, can you imagine the matches that Forbidden Door is going to create over the over time? place for Ortiz to be. He needs to get to those ropes or he needs to pull himself out somehow from underneath. Good there wide go. base there by Jericho. Ortiz making that desperate crawl. Gets his hand on the bottom rope. Fans here to love it. Oh, get, get, there you go. Get Angela Parker out of there. Well, there's Eddie. 
Pixon just dives into the fray. Eddie fighting on the whole damn crew. But this has been the Jericho Appreciation Society MO all along. The numbers in there, Santana and Wheeler Yuta. Where the hell have you guys been? Santana goes at Menard and Parker. Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia teeing off on one another. And this is problematic for everybody involved. A lot of bodies moving around here in a violent and aggressive way. And remember, last Friday night, we saw Kingston pick up a huge victory over Jake Hager. Now Kingston is set the ring! Ooh, the Jericho! He's out! Jericho's out! And the Kingston's done it for Ortiz! Cover him! Cover him! Cover him! I want to see this man bold! Oh! Oh! oh. No good lousy swine! Ah! Ah! Settle down! Half a count away from the victory, Jericho instinctively Able to get a shoulder up just before Aubrey Edwards' hand hit three. Everybody on their feet. Oh. The fans here wanted to see Chris Jericho and wanted to see Chris Jericho chain bald. And that spinning back fist from Kingston, that has put out so many opponents. Yeah, but the thing about it is, Excalibur, what's it done to Jericho? Is he going to be able to continue at 100%? Oh, wait a second. Oh, but the professional in professionalism <laughs> in Chris Jericho. Fuego del Fuego Sol. Del Sol. Oh. What the hell is he doing? What did Fuego just do? Fuego with the bat just laid out Ortiz. Ortiz motionless. Is this the way it's going down? Fuego del Sol. Is this how Ortiz is going to lose his hair? Indeed, it is. Winner of this match, Chris Jericho. And Fuego del Sol. What stake does he have in all of this? Helping out Jericho, preserving Jericho's hair. Payday. Gotta believe, first of all, it's gotta be a payday of some sort. Or a payback of some sort, don't yeah. He's the wizard. He always has a trick up his sleeve. And the trick this time was Fuego Del Sol. Man, look, Eddie cannot believe what he's seen. Yeah, Eddie Kicks and Jake Hager were fighting on the near side of the ring. They diverted the referee's attention. and. Sammy, Sammy, what have you done? It looks like he's reunited with Jericho. What an incredible turn of events, Sammy Guevara. The very first ever AEW Dynamites. They were thick as thieves then, and they've been ever since then, apparently. And now they're back together on this episode number 141. Don't forget, we got a haircutting coming up. That's right, the barber's in the ring. Ortiz was pinned. Jericho's plan worked to a T. Sammy Guevara executed it to a T. And Jake Hager's wearing the ugly South Federal TV. It's brutal. What are you doing? What's he doing? Grab the uh, flippers out of the hand of the barber. Give me a mic. Give me a mic. He takes the command of the microphone as he and Ortiz. Oh, look at Ortiz cutting his own hair. Yeah, what he's doing, man in the mask, he's being a man and he's taking it on the chin. He lost the match, so he's being doing the right thing. Yeah. It's not, not something I want to see, but he's doing the right thing. Man of his word. Showing that he's man. Yes, of his exactly, word. exactly.
Guess what, Chris? Integrity. This ain't done. Monkey, let him know. Bloody guts! 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 We are two weeks away from blood and guts in Detroit, Michigan, and Eddie Kingston's army continues to grow. High stakes matchup here in the AEW Women's Division. Number two ranked Dr. Rick Baker, DMD, taking on the number four ranked Tony Storm. And as we saw just before we went to picture in pictures, Thunder Rosa coming to ringside. Even the odds. And one, two. Yeah, evening the odds to your point, JR, taking Jamie Hayter out of the picture, but Rebel still lurking at ringside in Brick Baker's corner. Wasn't uh, too bad we didn't see Thunder any longer, but it was good to see her. And right now, Tony Storm looking for the biggest win oh! at an AEW. And by defeating Brick Baker, maybe they swap places in that top two. Oh, wow, wow! Tony Storm followed up the DDT with another DDT, this time on the floor. So you got two big hit, hit shots. What do you think? If you get him back in the ring now and go for the cover. Yeah, Tony Storm's got to fight through the pain to return Brent Baker to the ring. It's like, I directly go for the cover. But we saw Tony Storm endure quite a bit of punishment in picture in picture. And, and that may cost her right here because she had an opportunity to oh. cover and, German. Did, and didn't follow through. Couldn't follow through. The German suplex sent Brent Baker for a ride. Tony Storm's got a very sound, good wrestling game. She's a big win or two away from getting the, note, the recognition that she believes she deserves. High velocity hip attack in wow. the corner. And Rick had, Baker hanging one of those happened to me one time with a 400 pound man. Rick Baker hanging on to that bottom rope. And a lot of impact there. You see that Tony got a nice run out. Yeah, referee Paul Turner checking on Britt Baker. Baker kind of addled it seems to be like. Yeah, she got rocked by that hip attack, and now Tony Storm elbow strike. Britt Baker on spaghetti legs in the center of the ring. These these people, the, the women, the men, everybody, better off throwing those forearms than they are fists because the fists are so much easier to break. That's why the the heel, the palm strikes, are so effective. And Tony Storm. Oh, look at this, Britt Baker was just playing possum. One, two, no, so close. Thinking all the time is the uh, doctor. Britt Baker had everybody fooled on that, including Tony Storm, and she's gonna steal, no. And that was beautiful. Beautiful execution there by the doctor. She's putting that glove on as if she's got something else in her mind. Britt Baker thinking lockjaw after she got everybody hooked. Line and sinker. And oh, went for the lock drop of Tony Storm. She slipped out the back door to Tony Storm, had that well scouted, had a counter for the lock jaw. German suplex, and now Tony Storm, zero! The spike pile driver! The leg is hooked, and Tony Storm wins! Tony Storm beats Ben Baker. The crowd shows their own feet. Biggest win ever for Tony Storm. Britt Baker pulled out every trick in her playbook, but Tony Storm was still able to prevail. And we know why Tony Storm is here, and we know why this young lady right here, the amazing Thunder Rosa, it's all about that championship gold. And could we see Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm for the AEW Women's World Championship in the near future? 
many say they're already rated the best in the world. We get a chance to see that proven out in the ring. Out right here in AEW. It most certainly was. It's a hell of a night of action. We are just one day closer to Forbidden Door. We see Christian Cage now assisting Doc Sampson, helping Jungle Boy after this physical, heartbreaking loss. Hell of an effort by Jungle Boy. He's got the heart biggest all outdoors, no doubt about that. Great kid, his mom, his sister are here. Too bad they had to see him lose. This is absolute sad and pathetic. Is this how you get recognized? Is this how you get back in the game? Oh, what a night, ladies and gentlemen, we've had here. Ultra Raptor running out of time for Excalibur and Tony Schiavone. I'm Jim Ross, and this is sick. Pathetic. Good night, everybody. Infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk 
the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, Infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. P.W. Hustle, the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.